Well, hello everybody and welcome to this special episode of Wolves Fancast. Just about when we all wanted to have a summer off and have some time away, Wolves, they love throwing a spanner in the works, don't they everybody? On the podcast this week, uh, left to right, we've got Alex Moore. Hello. We've got Team Blue of uh, Chris and Adam. Hello. Oh, hello. Hello. And we've also got Team Green of Stu and Rich. Hello. He still sounds like Sean Dyche. Hello, everyone. Yeah. It's, it's just all soft and ever. It's all yeah, mic colours, by the way. That's why we're doing all those different teams. It's not the Crystal Maze. Uh, on this podcast special, we're obviously going to talk about things that have happened over the last few days. It's been a. Uh, has anything actually happened recently? Um, Salah has. I'm not checking. Oh, Williamson yeah. got released. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some players well, left, We still they? don't know what's happening with Silvio, but. No. It's all been quiet. Kenny Jack has got a new job. He has. Yeah. At, at Pompey. That's a good good choice for him, I, I think. I the, uh, the pitch has been dug up at Molyneux. That's yeah. news, isn't it? That's news. That's some kind of news, isn't what it? What we're yeah. going to do next season. Is that still because of the Bon Jovi concert all those years ago? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so obviously on this special podcast, we're going to talk about the recent events. We're going to talk about our new head coach, Nuno Espirito Santo. Is that right? Yeah, we'll, we'll go with it. We'll it's going to be a lot I mean, of mispronunciation. I mean, it's not, it's not his full name. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if you know the full name. If you could tell me that the full name of old uh, Santo. Oh, oh God, here we go. Because everyone's done their research. Nuno Holanda Simoes Espirito Santo. Oh. I mean, they've just tucked in, tucked in the Herlander and Samoas. So do you know when all the new training gear comes out and they have the initials? He's going to have all the news. The kid man's going to wait him, bloody hell. Uh, yeah, so we're going to talk about Santo. We're also going to talk about that elusive figure, old Hormendez. Is it Hormendez? Jorge. Jorge. Laurie called him George. Good old George. That's cleared it up. Good old George. We're going to talk about signings and rumour signings, and we're also going to do a Twitter corner, and we'll talk about Lambert in a second. But firstly, initial reactions, gentlemen. We've had all the Twitter rooms. We've been refreshing Twitter and the computer every single day. Um, how do we all feel about what's happened um, now? Now that it's all sunk in, I think sort of in sort of a long-term picture of what the last two, three weeks. I don't think the club particularly come out particularly well with it. Kind of felt felt like it basically got leaked um, three weeks ago, and you know in that time period, Lambert even went on Sky, but everyone was kind of like, "Where well, he's going." Yeah. So it seems to have like been, I don't know, something not 100% right for me in terms of how the whole situation's been handled. Um, I mean, I was kind of quite an advocate towards the end of the season to give Lambert a bit longer. Not because I did, I thought he was doing well. a good job, but actually I thought we needed that level of consistency mm. um, and stability in the club. You know, just a strong, stable... <laughs> I can't, I, can't, I, can't, I can't even know. Let's not get political. <laughs> yeah. Let's not get political. Yeah. But you want to consist Lambert to kind of stay and just like, let's have it. for Lambert. Yeah. <laughs> Lambert um, means Lambert. Yeah, but um, hopefully we've kind of appointed a new manager at a point in the season, i.e. right at the very start, where he can make an impact. Mm. I think that's all we kind of want. Yeah, it's like... Not, not repeating last year's mistakes. Yeah. It's things have been done properly, and I wanted Lambert gone after three weeks. So mm. I'm, I was ecstatic when it, I mean, we all knew it was going to happen anyway. Yeah. And what Laurie said about yeah, it was only April's results that got him the sack, yeah. which seemed a bit strange. Which is hard, yeah. harsh, given if you if you you're at work and you have a bit of a rough month, 
and they let you go after that. Right. It's like, oh, right, okay. But he, he, he just didn't inspire any confidence in the end. So, I nice. couldn't care less about him, and I was quite glad that he'd gone, but to get someone of this guy's pedigree, I'm ecstatic with it. I, I think we just, it's as if like we wasted a year with, with Lopetegui, or however you pronounce his name, because yeah. I think that what's going on now was what they wanted to do 12 months ago. Yeah. You know, however many months ago mm. and I just think that the plan of rolling it out and I believe with the backroom staff as well they must have looked at it and got advice from whoever and said well look at your coaching staff mm. and it's all got to change and mm. then when he obviously took the Spain job it all got flipped on his head and we've been through a year of uncertainty and ifs and buts but I don't feel sorry for Lambert I think I think he's a clever bloke he would, must have been under no illusion that he was brought in as a stopgap to, to keep us in that league and because it, it does, it does feel like he's, he's he was a bit of a caretaker. Yeah, I think yeah. He does now. He's, he's kind of been the victim of today's football, hasn't mm. he? Really, I mean, a lot mm. more clubs have been this this ruthless. It's, it's happened to people who've achieved far more than what Lambert has with Wolves. When you look at someone like, even take Clement when he was at Derby, he was only mm. fifth with them, and he and he got the boot from mm. Derby. So, it and it does. I agree. It does appear that Lambert was was he was never long term choice. Mm. Obviously. Mm. Zenga was just parachuted in because he was a, a human being. He was yeah. a human being, and he, yeah. he just he could manage. <laughs> He'd managed previous teams. Yeah. Lambert it was clearly a guy who they thought, yeah, we'll see where he goes with him, and if he does well, then Ferrant could keep him on. Yeah. But obviously, from what's been said since Nuno was appointed, they've they've had him on their radar for a couple of years now, and they've they've wanted him. They've earmarked him as a manager job at some point, and now he's come available because Porto let him go. They've gone right. We can get Lambert out. This is our guy, mm. and it's, it's, that's why we had to wait so long. We had to wait so long because the Portuguese season was still, I think, just wrapping up. I think it goes on. Yeah, it went on like a week longer, didn't it? Yeah, I and mean, obviously there was the negotiations. He had to come over and have, have a look at the mm. club. Did his contract finish at Porto? Or was I he think sl- he got sacked. No, he got sacked. Yeah. Yeah. Alex, Alex, what were your thoughts now after what everything's happened? I was glad to get it all sorted. Like I say, it's been mm. sort of. Rumoured for about three weeks now, like Rich said earlier, that Lambert was on after pretty much we all knew he was going to get the sack, that he was on Sky. So it's just sort of relief to get it all pencilled in and mm. sorted out because last year was a bit of a sh- shambles, wasn't it, really, when you think of the way it went? I mean, I know, as Adam just said, with the other manager getting the Spain job, but yeah, just glad yeah. it's all sorted. I think the interesting thing is that what Laurie said that day that Nuno was the only manager they thought about. And if we hadn't got him, then Lambert would still be here. Yeah, I did say it was uh, basically a toss-up between the two, which I kind of thought was a bit okay. Well, it, I don't know. Like, I, I'm I'm not a hundred percent with the the level of leadership at the club at the moment. I do mm. not at the moment anyway. We don't seem like we're running in any sort of structure. You know, we've we, at the same time we um, hired the uh, Portuguese coach. We end up signing. In, there's lots of things about. Oh well, he's a men- he's a Mendes client. It's all going to be Mendes players. We end up signing Ryan Bennett from Norwich on a free transfer. Yeah. And you go, well, who can't have sanctioned that move? Yeah. I think that was more Thelwell, wasn't it? Because. But then his future still seems uncertain. So it's like how, like genuinely, I don't understand how like it, things have been able to get signed off on stuff it, like that, and it can't Thel- just yeah. be like. Thelwell not being at the the press conference was a bit strange that mm. and then he said that I don't know he's he's working on other things well if he's out the country then fair enough but I can't see him going round Europe he's probably yeah, more yeah. you know mm. UK based player so and he couldn't go to Molyneux for mm. an hour I was going to say what's he doing I was going to say strange. with that what's he going to be scouting because all pretty much 
Mm, yeah, most of the European yeah. seasons ended. The new Paul Gladden. He's after the new Paul Gladden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's after his banqueting bill. I was going to say, we wonder what we've all been doing over the last three weeks. Just glance Instagram feed of oh. it. Uh, I'd be from You've got a new manager and like the club announced um, on like Instagram, like um, official announcement, Paul Lambert has uh, parted <laughs> company with Wolves or whatever. Like Paul Gladden. Yeah, little cheeky like. Did you yeah. see it on Twitter as well? Just scrolling. On Twitter as well, Dominic Hoyorfer favourited it as well. Or Ooh. liked it on Twitter as well. I think Paul Gladden knows Lambert. That's a subtle gig. Thank you, because without Paul Lambert, Paul Gladden would never have been to so many restaurants. No. <laughs> I mean, he's got to have got like, some special loyalty card that's sort of yeah. now as well, hasn't he? I'd but, like to know where all these fancy restaurants are in Birmingham. Because everywhere I go in Birmingham, there's just McDonald's and Witherspoons. Yeah. So, <laughs> so where's, where's he going? It's going to be Q, boys. going to be sort of um, Cornwall Row, I reckon. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Gallivanting with Paul Gladden. It's a yeah. new series. David Attenborough, like, no. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> Here comes... The Paul Gladden. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I would watch like a travel slash food documentary series about Paul Gladden, where he just goes to like different places, has food with the locals. People have no idea who he is. So <laughs> like, like Adam Richmond, now he used to do Man V Food, but yeah. obviously it was like health risk. He just like travels the world now, trying different delicacies and things should, like that. Has anyone seen that um, Steve Coogan one, The Trip? Yeah. With um, Rob Brydon. That's yeah, what he should do. You just need yeah. like a part Instagram of live series with Paul Gladden it would work let's talk about Paul Lambert then obviously here party company with Wolves <sighs> on Tuesday before the Nuno announcement on Wednesday does anyone feel that Lambert has been poorly done by in this scenario <coughs> not really I don't think he's done a great no. job no. Uh, Stu no. just dying in the corner <laughs> not really I don't think he has because I saw a comment the other day saying he saved us from relegation, but when he came in, we weren't in a relegation battle. So he said, he yeah. said the game was the playoffs. Yeah. So he made us into that relegation yeah. battle. Mm-hmm. He he got us into a relegation battle, and then he got us out of it. So I can't really say you got to give him credit for that. That's sort of saying, like when um, Saunders came in, we were like what twelfth, and that's like saying Saunders saved us from a relegation battle. We were nowhere near the relegation. <laughs> so yeah. I think they brought him in with the the hope that they didn't think that Zenger had the tools to get us promoted or near the playoffs so they've brought Lambert in on the basis that he's took a team out of that league before he's Mm. managed at the upper level and they just took a massive punt and that's why I think they always had the plan that Maru was in charge to get rid of them because Lambert could have walked at some point during that season Mm. as well so I think they always had this plan it was just filler gaps Do you think in hindsight perhaps you know in a fair world perhaps he should have been given a summer or I would have. I mean, I'm, I'm in the I'm in the, the the gang of also not rating Lambert. Mm. I'm saying as Stu. I've, I've never liked him. I never no, I've never talked to him since he came in. But um, we never we never got a new manager bounce. We, there's minimal overall season improvement from what Zenger had done. But I I still would have been fair to him to to give him a summer to have got his players in mm. and seen what he could do and seen what he could do and try and ship it and try and get the squad down to the number that he yeah. wanted. I don't think he'd have ever got his players in there. That's one of my thoughts with it, that he'd have gone to them with a list of players and they'd have just gone... Oh. I mean, like, well, well, therein lies a problem. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's why he had that's to that's go. Well, you look, the two players he actually brought in in the January transfer window was Ben Marshall, who you could argue from, what, February mm. onwards, was probably our best player. Yeah. Um, and then Andreas Weiman, who actually was a decent signing. But that's the thing. I, I mean, I've, 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 I'm... 
At least Vyman probably won't sign there, which is a good thing. Yeah. So I don't know him <laughs> at all. He signed Vyman as yeah. a striker. And he's, just, to play yeah. front. Yep. he's just a new Andy Keogh. Do we really want Andy Keogh yeah. back? Let's be honest. Yes. No. No. Let's not no. go there. Yeah. If you want to go, if you, if you want to go where we want to go and be like you can't top, play Andy top six, mm. I don't think Andy Vyman's a player I mean, he, that you he, want. You didn't really get in the derby squad and they're pushing for top six. So what does that say for a club that's saying... Do you, do, you think, do you think part of the problem with Paul Lambert, because obviously we've talked a lot of times before how he, was, he felt like you were swimming against the tides in, with fan impressions of him, was that because of the takeover and because of the high expectation that came with that, when Zenga went and Lambert came in, people just thought it felt like a bit of an uninspiring choice to the level now perhaps we all think we're at because of the financial backing we've got. Does that make sense? It was like an... An old wolves appointment. Yeah. Steady. Mm. Yeah. British. It's like like he's that Puma sweatshirt that he wore all season. It's just old and boring. And that's what he was. He oh, was they, just... they didn't even sell that in the club. No, so he was <laughs> no, just wore his own Puma <laughs> shirt. No, like. no. From, just yeah. imagine a, war, a, war, a wardrobe in the morning, just Puma <laughs> yeah. jumpers, the black jumpers, everyone. <laughs> I think is he wore like the training jacket jumpers and then that Puma jumper over the top of it with a big Puma logo, don't you think? Oh my God! In fairness, on it, when he was had his press conference when he first arrived, he had a whole all black uh, suit and trainers. He looked good. It was a good. It was a good look, wasn't yeah, it? But yeah, but did you see that comparison? Somebody put it on Twitter of Paul Lambert in that suit, and then Tim Spears is wearing a similar suit. Ooh! And people were the saying the romance commenced then. Didn't yeah. they? <laughs> or maybe That's when it so much. Or maybe yeah, Spears content. is wearing. <laughs> Lambert's suit. Yeah. Just saying. Part, part and gift. Yeah. Obviously, uh, Lambert gone. Uh, what are there going to be any fun memories of Paul Lambert from fans? Is, are we going to look back and go, "Well, he gave us that. We had that." I mean, we got the Liverpool victory, which we hit teams on the break. Yeah. You know, actually, <laughs> it was like one of those where when Wolves were good and Lambert, we were really good and re- you know actually quite entertaining to watch at points. You know, he was in charge for the um, four all against Fulham. Um, which, okay, yeah, we defended pretty poorly, but it was a pretty impr- yeah, amazing yeah. game to watch. Um, but actually, you take into account the lap, you know, you take out that run of five wins, which is a bit harsh, but we were pretty uninspiring in that run of defeat. Mm. And as soon as we got um, clear of relegation, we were on the beach. People say, like, people tend to say the memories of it, he gave us five straight wins, but what, what preceded that? Yeah, six straight losses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, to be fair, we weren't fantastic in those wins either. No. I'd say performance-wise, we'd probably only deserve to win two of those, and that was Brentford and Fulham. Didn't, no, I thought the rest off, we were didn't dreadful. start off with the one nil against Rotherham, Rotherham yeah. which we should have lost. Yeah, three-one. Yeah. And then the Forest game as well as part of that. No, no way we should have won that game. It was it, it was odd with Lambert because he obviously had a game plan going away from home. What you, you felt that Wolves could get. Uh, some kind of Came result away, team, yeah, and, and get a result and unexpected results like Fulham away, for example, this season, last season now. But at home, it just something never clicked at home, did it? it I, I think, think I think people just looking into it a little bit more, like the Liverpool and obviously we played okay against Chelsea and Stoke thing. But okay, motivated them for them games, but the players are just going to play out their skin for those because it's a bigger occasion. Mm. Yeah, exactly. But like, he couldn't motivate them for Burton away, you know, Wigan at home. And Bristol then you got like Bl- Bristol City away, Blues at home. I mean, it was at Ipswich when we oh, he, was... he he sat on that bench, sat stood. None of the players warming up. There's like 15 minutes to go, and they were there for the taking. Yeah. they were awful. We were saying that, and weren't we? We, we were didn't saying... even he didn't even have them warming up. Me and, and Stu were saying that like, and then it was like, hang on, 
we can win this game. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we just need some pace up front and we'll destroy this. And he didn't even look like changing yeah. it. I mean, he yeah, set up for that game, he set up for a point. And then we had, we were saying, like, Cavalera and Costa went to the corner flag far, far away. Just thought, I don't want to come on. Don't want to come on. Yeah, and we were saying that game, from, yeah. that game was there for the win. We could have got three points easily. And he just set for the 1 0. Well, one point, sorry. I think that set a precedent for a lot, of, a lot of us fans that, you know, was there or saw that. And it was just like, well, you're just treading water here, you know. Yeah. We're, we're throwing money at it as fans and you're not giving us anything to go at. And I think that left a, lot, a bad taste in a lot I mean, of fans' that, mouths. That game honest. made me more mad than quite a lot of the games this season. Yeah, yeah. Mm. For that reason that they were so bad, that night was so awful. And it could have come off someone's arse. Just put a ball yeah, in the box, but we yeah. didn't do anything. Nah. It was just sit back. He we wouldn't hit him on the counter, he'd rather just sit back. And that was his I mean, mentality. The thing is, if, the, if you're having this conversation on Facebook or Twitter, you'd have somebody coming, yeah, but Liverpool ate. <laughs> and that, that's it. You, know, you lose, your, think, you lose that, your argument. Oh, with God, sorry. at home, I think, no matter who would have been manager in the last sort of year, or, yeah, a year, because effectively we've had four people in charge we've had Jacket, Zenger, Rob Edwards and Lambert and I don't think any of them would have really got a level I, I think they'd have all pretty much finished around the same place I, th- I think there are sort of very fundamental issues with that squad with it being A too big and B there not being enough strength down the middle I think even if Zenger had stayed in we, I, I mean we were 18th at the time and we finished mm. 15th but we weren't in a relegation battle at that um, time I think nobody ever feared it but I don't think we'd have finished any higher than we did under Lambert, no, we'd probably, probably have finished 15th, maybe yeah. to 13th, 12th. It's negligible, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, Paul Lambert, gone, but forgotten? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. forget him yeah. pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think judging by the last sort of 12 months in terms of the managerial maybe go around, I think we're going to have a few managers who we will essentially forget. Apart from yeah. Zenga, everybody likes Zenga, didn't yeah. they? Everybody likes him. Yeah. We'll all have Zenga back, won't we? <laughs> Certain people won't forget. For, that, for that, that, unless will. he becomes the Iraq manager. I won't forget him actually, no, he'll become more memorable, but <laughs> again, something just glossed over this. Has anything over that bizarre happened, gone from the Wolves manager to like Iraq manager? Like, Probably not in one step. No. Coming from Porto to Wolves is pretty big. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's nice. Well, let's talk about the new man, shall we? Nuno Esperito Santo, former Porto manager, obviously, he's also a former manager of Rio. Uh, is it Rio Ave or Avenue or Ave? What's yeah. It's Rio Ave. Rio Ave. Rio Ave. I'm trusting the continental travel with Alex here. Apparently, Fosun are looking into buying as well. Yeah, we saw that story this week. So, Rio Ave and Valencia, his big success came with Rio Ave where he got second in the league and runners up in their domestic cup uh, with Valencia he got Champions League football in his first season uh, but resigned early in the second season after an indifferent start and with well, Porto fair, if if Phil Neville was your coach he'd pretty much resign wouldn't he let's be honest <laughs> I can't wait till he's announced next week. Yeah. Um, and then with Porto, he, he became uh, second in the league, only six points behind Benfica, only two defeats uh, last season, uh, but was sacked after a trophyless season. Yeah, and a, a win ratio of 47%. Other funny stories in a second about um, Santo and Mendes. But what do we all think of this uh, appointment of Nuno Espelito Santo? I still think I'm dreaming. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm absolutely over the moon. Okay, he, here's the question, because I know we're all kind of like, oh, this is amazing. Realistically, is this a massive step up, Santo appointment, 
for Wolves. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. the last couple yeah. of clubs he's been managed, he's managed, and to be fair, he's done, I think, six seasons as a manager, um, yeah. of which, you know, two at Porto, two at Valencia, two at um, his first club, roughly. Actually, like, he's not someone who's very much done six months and then left. Like, there seems to be some level of... He's got a good amount of experience um, and actually seems to be doing quite well. Um, There's big teams. That, well, not maybe not Rio, are they? But Valencia and Porto, massive huge. European yeah. teams. And he's I mean, Valencia were like a proper European powerhouse when they were the early noughties. Yeah. I think he got to, like, two Champions League finals. Yeah. So... Yeah. Even with Porto, that I've seen, you know, some fans say, yeah, yeah, but it's Portugal. He got to the last sixteen in the Champions League. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> Look no, at the teams that wasn't in the last sixteen. I like his. If you go on his Twitter, obviously he hasn't been on it for a while. The last tweet is him in the Porto ground, and then he's got like the thing Porto against Juventus. Like that's the last, probably one of the last games he managed. And, and that's going to be Wolves against Burton. <laughs> first game. <laughs> Um, uh, Nuno Santo was part of Mourinho's Champions League winning side in 2004. Um, he was what, a reserve he had, keeper. Think, yeah, he had actually quite an interesting career when you look at it. Yeah. I think he played for about, um, what, 18 years? 18 years in total. But he didn't play many games, did he? He only played 199 games. He didn't play. He was almost like the Stuart Taylor. Yeah, Portuguese Stuart Harper. Steve Harper. I was going to go Steve Harper. There's a really good piece circulating around on a Guardian piece while he was Porto manager. And in that, there's a couple of things I'm going to pick out of that. But there's one bit where there was a penalty shootout and Mourinho told him to take a penalty, which he scored. And then rather than celebrate, he apologised to the keeper. Because from that sense, it must be an insulting thing. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's, he went, for, went for, for a keeper to fellow score he went up against to you. He with his hand and he said something like, "I, I know this is a humiliation for yeah. you." <laughs> <laughs> nice, Vin. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if uh, I wonder if that means that Nuno will go to Mourinho and say, "Can we have Cameron Borthwick Jackson on loan again?" For <laughs> <laughs> one of the one of the betting um, sites were giving us was it like twenty five to one to sign Casillas? Casillas? It's ridiculous. Really? Yeah. 25 to yeah, 1. Yeah, just check the spelling because I've been done on stuff like that before. <laughs> It'd be like a couple of letters wrong from Casillas. Casillas <laughs> is the uh, this season's uh, Talisca, I think. Well, is, is, isn't, isn't, it, isn't it great that uh, the end new goalkeeper and coach has come straight from coaching Ike Casillas to Andy Lonergan and Carla Keane? <laughs> yeah. yes. Some would argue it doesn't know what's in the Why are you catching the ball? Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. care. He, he was the bad guy in Pirates of the Caribbean in the first one as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah the, 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 the setup is what? Uh, Barbosa, Diaz, Diaz, and uh, Silva. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Dear, man. <laughs> yeah. Apologies to everyone listening. It's excitement. Are there. Um, did anyone else? Um, he was well. Anyone was here? This. Have you read that Guardian piece as well? Um, Santo was um, Mendes' first client. Yeah, they met as in a well. nightclub. They met in a nightclub, and um, Mendes. Like how all great relationships yeah. start. <laughs> but the, this is the thing, right? All this is setting up for a, a fantastic Mendes film in the future. So Mendes used to run a video and disco shop. Amazing. Before he was an agent. Yeah. Great. Wait, wait, hang on. Sorry. Video and disco yeah. shop. I, I'm hoping it's a combination of a disco I'm ball. But then you can check out all your VHSs while you're dancing. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm hoping so for. So is he like sadly not, sadly not blockbuster? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Nice. You have the Marty Ducks. I hope so. Better have Marty Ducks. <laughs> <laughs> Better have it. Um, so, I'm not going to. Uh, can we check? <laughs> that's standard. Have yeah, you ha- seen it yet? Have you seen Marty Ducks? No. Oh, oh nice. come on! It's not one of the best set. Of oh, do you know what I watched? Um, I watched Passengers last week on the plane from Greece. Uh-huh. 
Oh, it's a bit boring. Yeah, structure. Yeah, I mean, well, doesn't need to have any good plot. It's got her in, so right. And then I watched um, <laughs> the founder about how McDonald's died, and that was quite interesting. Yeah, I've, I've heard about that one. Yeah, yeah, it's quite interesting. Yeah, yeah, I've heard good things. Yeah, I watched Terminator Genesis this afternoon. Yeah, no, don't watch it. Don't watch it. I prefer Salvation. Not keen on either. No, Has anybody seen Pirates of the Caribbean four? Is it worth no, seeing the fourth one? Yeah. Yeah. I could argue. Is it worth seeing? Because like obviously the fifth you started, you got to finish it. Yeah. I think yeah. I so I'm going to see the fifth one. You've got to power through, you've through the trilogies. You might as well. Nothing else to do with it. They'll be making a film. Oh, sorry. You know films he hasn't seen, and you're saying, yeah, let's. Right, get, yeah, part, he's got, he's get getting, Caribbean 4 out of the way, yeah. and then we can work on these ones. <laughs> <laughs> and then he can watch Back to the Future. I've seen no, Back to the Future. I've got the box set at home. Yes, and... Uh, and what? And, uh, <laughs> right, get out. Get out of this room. It's all right. It's not all right. It's the greatest Alex film of all time. I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat as Alex, because most of the films you talk about, I probably haven't seen either, and Alex oh. seems to get a lot of the heat, yeah. so I'm glad you're here. Right. <laughs> Let's move on. Have you seen Alan Partridge? Definitely, of course. Yeah, yeah. 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 Back, back to like fan isn't it? Yeah. I won't be allowed in the door. I don't know how I got through with that job application. Have no. you seen Alan Partridge now? No. Well, <laughs> sack you. Get out. Right, let's talk about this other. Did anyone see this story? Sacking for being disloyal. Yes, basically. Unloyal. This story that was about um, how uh, Santo left uh, Victoria Gomez. Is that the is that the team yeah. called? If you. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're all not along. Yeah, we're all along. <laughs> we confer. We all just know that Chris has got the notes out. Yeah. So he tried to when he was at the. I'm going to say Victoria, so we make it easier. So he tried to leave Victoria, and he was told by the president he could leave for a million euros, for example. Um, so he was like, okay, I'll wait for this bid. And Deportivo La Corina, Deportivo will say, um, put a bid in. La Corina, La Corina. Yeah. yeah, put a bid in. And so he was like, Santo was like, yeah, fine, I can leave. And the president said, no, I've changed my mind. Five, five million now for you to go what to do so he goes to Mendes Mendes goes to his apartment ruins his apartment and, and basically tells him you've got to act like you know the world's ending the president turns up he's acting all mumbly and stuff like that and he's like what's going on is he drunk and he's like oh he's a really bad way so then he, he gets the move from that, is that brilliant true? it's classic but also what Mendes did to try and obviously force the move through to Deportivo who would drive two and a half hours to the Deportivo grave. He knew the time in which the president left the ground and would get there in time to walk 100 metres to the restaurant that the president would go to just to sit with him and negotiate all the stuff. He drove two and a half hours just to do 100 metres to make sure that he got Santo's move. Is he going to do that with Paul Gladden then? Yes. Well? <laughs> yeah. So do you reckon so he's drunk? But when I read that, I thought, this, you... is, this is a film. This, this is, yeah. this is a film. <laughs> Why are we making this film? That is like a 24-episode length season, isn't it? Yeah. Like... Basically, like entourage yeah. crossed with. Um... So, do you reckon he got his, fl- his private jet from his island? Ronaldo brought him to Cosford Airport, and then literally. And there's as um, Thelwell and she were walking out the um, Billy Wright. He's sort of. You're right. You're right. You're right. Got my mate round here. Needs a job. <laughs> what's, it, what's his name? Nuno. All oh, right. Yeah. Get him in. Get him in. Nuno. Yeah. It, it almost feels like a bit like Breaking Bad, where he went from science teacher to drug lord 
video and disco shop manager <laughs> to world's most powerful agent. Why is this not being made? This is what I'm trying How'd to say. How do you get into being a football agent from being a video and disco You ruin apartments. Agent. That's what you ruin do. Apartments. That's what you do. So if we see like a house like completely trashed like in, I don't know, works. Yeah. We can say for issues. Someone's trying to force a move. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> have, you, have you listened to the um, Magic Sponge podcast? No, I've heard about it. Though. Yeah, heard it's all right with it. Jimmy Pullock one. Yeah. yeah. But in one of them, they had an interview with Eric Hall. Yeah. And he, he talks about agents and how... Some of the stuff that went on that obviously we can't repeat. Um, listen to it on there, but no, it's just fascinating. Like you say, you can just become an agent mm. back then, you don't need regulating or anything, it's, it's different now. But you can be selling disco balls one day and then you drive into it half hours. Well, I mean, there's a lot in sort of especially South American co- uh, countries where their agents are essentially the brother or father, yeah, yeah, and that's kind of how it kind of develops I guess Kevin Doyle didn't have an agent did he is that right uh, yeah I think I saw that somewhere that yeah, he, he, or, he did his own so on Santo because he's done his press conference and we've seen some videos interviews online how does everyone feel he's, he's come across and from what he said what what did I think so far I know it's early days I was hoping when he said Wolves are a I was hoping he was going to do his anger Wolves are massive in Italy like, Wolves <laughs> are massive in Portugal like, yes we're all hoping yes. for that and then he didn't say it and was that Oh, well, if you get into it, can you? It came across well, didn't it? Mm. Yeah. From what he said. He didn't try and set targets, did he? He, he kind of very much came across as a one day at a time kind of thing. Mm. When he kept saying, we want to work with the players and develop the players, I thought, he ain't seen our squad. You're going to do a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, He's taken on like, the hardest job don't in the world. Worry. There's no well, way. As soon as Danny Bath gets the ball and you've sit out for the throw, yeah. oh my yeah. God. <laughs> did you hear that? He did mention Dave Edwards. He was talking about British players. Yeah. And he said, was probably picked him yeah. 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 Marshall. Yeah. Marshall, Dave Edwards. Yes. He's starting. You know who you are. I think he's been prepared for another year. He's been told under the guidelines of taking the job. It's Edwards. Yeah. Edwards is always there. <laughs> Do you think if he started Edwards every week, then the, the whole thing about Edwards would, would disappear in terms of the hate for him? Oh, they'd all clan to love him, wouldn't they? they all, yeah, we, we, we were just pretending to hate him all along. <laughs> No, a hipster mat foreign managers come in and say he's brilliant. That's what they like. Yeah. But it'll all be. But the thing is, big <laughs> things. No, oh, I'm not going to. The loadedness of a bay. No, but in seriousness, he might actually bring a different side of David out. Mm. Different coaching methods, well, you don't know. Hopefully, I, you've kind of got to hope that. What turns David Edwards into like Vinnie Jones? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you, you've always got to hope that actually points. as a coach, you. I say does his job, but actually can get Dave Edwards playing the way we need him to play in that system. Um, God knows he'll be able to do it, um, or whether he's kind of too set in his ways. Um, I mean, from what I've gathered, he's he's not sort of one of uh, kind of a free-flowing, almost like heavily continental style manager in terms of sort of lots of passing and moving. Quite solid. It's actually sort of functional. It, yeah. yeah, very functional, um, like almost like Marco Silva at Hull, where you know because he's, well, he's, I was going to say probably due to a kind of goalkeeping background, maybe. Um, actually, it's like they want to keep it solid first and then build it up. I so I don't think like we'll be expecting like this revolutionary style of football at Wolves, which I think some might think is going to happen. But in a way, 
That might work better. No. Because of our fans' hatred of passing to each other yeah. and the shift to forward. To be fair, I think <laughs> some would argue our own players have that hatred. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but with a guy like this, I mean, somebody because they were in Leicester's group, mm. I actually knew who he was as soon as his name was mentioned because mm. they did interviews with him and being a kind of mixed race manager, it's not pretty rare, even in Portugal. And he was like one that stood out. And you look at his methods and what he's come across and all that stuff. He said that we want to work hard. And you look at that Porto team, it's crosses into the box. And it's it's almost like playing an English way, but with a bit of mm. high pressing put into it. So I think if he plays that way here, people will accept it straight away. Yeah. Without yeah. without Dico and Bad Varsen up front, obviously. Oh, yeah. yeah with he's a yeah. miracle worker, is he? Uh, Chris, you did a bit of research and you found out where, where he lived. Not where he lived, where, where he came from. That's not right, is it? I know you'd want to try and let me pronounce it. Sao Tom, apparently, which is a country just off the west coast of Equatorial Guinea. Don't say how long you leave. Fancy. Is that yeah, a country? Yeah, well, I, I asked that to feels like a great point to Google answer. it, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah it could be. Yeah. Write that down. Do you want to spelling of it? <laughs> so, yeah, you, genuinely, is it like Sao, I guess, S-A-O? I, I could just S-A-O? And then Tom, T O M E, or Tom. Tom. Yes, a few accents on top. Accents of over the so. years. So, <laughs> it sounds like the island where Oliver Queen got stranded in Arrow. <laughs> Never from, heard of it. From a lot of things we've heard about. Don't watch that. Arrow. No. Oh, Arrow. Yeah. Yeah, I've not. I've I thought you said Harrow. Oh, it's a dark documentary or it's decent. <laughs> it's decent, yeah. yeah it's, it's no, decent. I, I, I've watched I have. bits of Flash. Um, yeah, watch, watch Arrow. Yeah. The first two series were superb. Mm. Three and four, he kind of tailed off. Oliver Allen Logs, good turn away for you. Yeah, yeah. 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 We'll talk after. Santo, we, from, from what uh, people have said about Santo at Porto last season, and talked about it, very much he works from the defence, and it's a very solid defensive unit. Something we probably need. Yeah. 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 Different I mean, coaching. Their defence is probably, well, it hasn't been great, has it really? Mm. And if we have Cavalero, Costa, Graham and the goal scorer up front, that'll probably just take care of itself up front, the, the goal scoring side. Mm. We do need work on our defence side. Um, Ryan Bennett, who we've signed, I've, I admit to not knowing too much about it, so hopefully he'll he's an improvement over who's there. Basically, previously. Danny Bart. Yeah. I think that'd be a. Oh, that's nice. So maybe like, Danny Bart will get his move to Kerala Blasters in the Indian Premier League. <laughs> maybe. Do you reckon that's what he's been angling yeah. for? Yeah. This yeah, he was on a recce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting two hours, like, he's picked up tips from Mendes. Just sit in the same. Yeah. Same place for two hours, just get a meeting. Trash the hotel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do we think we'll, we'll get from uh, Santo then? What kind of manager, what kind of style, what, what, what can we speculate in terms of what we think well, we, we'll get? Well, I saw when he was linked at first, they showed a clip of him on Sky Sports News and he somehow kicks the top of the dugout. Yeah. So I hope he does that at the Wolves. Kicks so the top a of level the up from Sol Backer. Oh, yeah, so yeah. Sol Backer did the sound, didn't he? Mm. I didn't work. Uh, my sort of hopeful prediction is it'll be sort of a bit of a slow start to the season, but I think it will kind of gather momentum. Mm. So I kind of think the first, I know, three months of the season, it'll be quite more draws and things like that. If if what is styles, what we think it's going to be, I think it'll be almost like Newcastle did, where they had quite a slow start to the season. They kind of build up into the season mm. and kind of gain momentum that way. Um, and is that the key in some ways to give Santo time? I know in this age of yeah. social media, we, we, we're all quite quick to jump the gun, but it, we've we've got to give him 
Sensible people will, will give him time. <laughs> but after, if, we, if we don't win in the first, if he doesn't, if he wins like one of his first five, oh, he's gone. Then we call, <laughs> he's, he's well, like he's gone and yeah. dead to us. He's he's, yeah. What do you mean we're not top? You only have slow start. There'll be fans turning like already. Where's Ronaldo here? Yeah. Where's Ronaldo yeah. for all that stuff? <laughs> to WM last night. So I had to put it on just on the off chance because it was a season, so there's no frenzy for uh, but there was a guy who actually texted him saying we need a phone in to discuss the shambles at Wolves. And you think, well, whoever thinks this is a shambles should go and buy a greenhouse and just garden and not get involved. <laughs> I was going to say, because that would be a the, fucking shambles. That, that, that is the most calm thing to do. If you, if you think it's yeah. a shambles, go buy a greenhouse and do some gardening. Yeah, yeah and just sod <laughs> off know, because like, this is brilliant, this is. What do you want? Go and get a trowel. Go on, <laughs> find your way. Go on, base. <laughs> I'm sure people's opinion on this tables might differ about his, but did any of you guys read um, James, uh, James Fielden's sort of long opinion piece, opinion yeah. piece on it? Yeah. If you're on it's Twitter, like, it's something we uh, retweeted a few days yeah, ago. Yeah, because I, I know like something kind of quite resonated with me about um, kind of the balance of... like He was like, actually, he doesn't get sort of too upset if Wolves win or lose, and... No, from someone who kind of lived away from Wolverhampton for a couple of years, actually, with Wolves, kind of lose a couple of games in a row. In a row. You know, I'm a pretty passionate fan, but I don't lose a lot of sleep about it. Mm. People seem to be, I know, with everything that's happened, almost hyper-sensitive to, mm. you know, if we lose, we're terrible. If we win, we're amazing. But that, that, I think that's a discussion we've had a lot in terms of social media, is that it does affect mm. a, a lot of us. You know, yes, there'll be that odd game where we'll come away from it and we'll, we'll be uh, pretty annoyed. But in the grand scheme of things, probably everyone in this room and everyone who does it, we were all a bit like, well, if we lose, oh well. That's we our expectation but, yeah. level though, but, but, it does, it? but it does affect people quite strongly and whether social media is kind of amplifying that quite a lot, which it does. I think it's people, without social media, the people who would get affected by it, They've got no friends, have they? So they've got no one to talk to about it. So <laughs> I'll, I'll try and work out where you were going no, and just keep going. Like just before, it would have been they would have had to a load of ball or yeah. something yeah. like that. But with Twitter, it's instant. So the people who share the loudest are normally the most stupid. Yeah, but, I, 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 and it's it, just one of them things that they've got is, a platform and they get so. They, I mean, fair play to them. They get so. It takes over their life. I mean, it, some of them it is their life, mm. and. So when things send go- hours on a phone in the middle of a working day. Yeah, exactly. When when things are going wrong, and you're texting BBC uh, broadcasters and etc. Then these things happen, and it gets in people's skin. But you just got to calm down a bit and take it in perspective. Yeah, but I think was was James on that piece kind of talking a bit more in terms of because he's a journalist, he's almost he, and, and, and journalists in that world do detach themselves a bit. Yeah, I from think their favourite because club. he doesn't kind of get to. You know, it's like he's a journalist. He has to be have some level of objectiveness to watching mm. football, um, and also he doesn't get to watch every game as well. Who you know met him once or twice, and you know if balls on Sky, watching midweek games, especially in London, he'll go to. But it just seems to sort of be a, I don't know, a little bit of an ideology clash between the me the media, yeah, and. Fans. Because yeah, we'll we'll we'll, mm. we'll talk about literally menders in a second. But one of the the big things that's come across on social media the last few days is the fact that with how Mendes is being reported and how he's potentially influential at the club, fan a lot of us are saying, well, that's fine. L- let's bring his plays in. A lot of the media have got this other example of perhaps is it a new form of football that's ruining 
it's football. Been both and that's where that polar opposite is coming in. now. Yeah. As long as it works, I don't think anyone really minds, but I think everyone can see that there's a chance for either method isn't going to work. You know, like apparently under Valencia, um, with Mendes' influence, they didn't do too well. But you could argue that under the influence of the likes of Felwell, um, our recruitment strategy hasn't been good enough mm. either. They just need to actually kind of stick to a good formula and go for it, in my eyes. Let's talk about um, Mendes then, because he's obviously the, 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 the agent of, of Santo and there's been a lot of stories and speculation going about how influential he's at the moment. Um, old Laurie talked about how there's someone that they obviously go to, but he doesn't run transfers, doesn't run recruitment because it would be against the rules. What do we do? We think that the whole Mendes relationship is a bit murky, or do we think that perhaps this is where football is going now? Given the fact that recently, which hasn't really been reported much, a lot of um, player um, agents like is it Raiola, is it yeah. for Man United, has, has given a lot of Man United players. Is this where football's going, or is there still in the back of everyone's head? This doesn't still feel a bit comfortable with what I think Mendes. it's always been, I think it's been there for like the last 15 20 years you think like the like slightly shadier level some libelously might argue but like Willie Mackay and um the Israeli chaps well, Pinisa uh, yeah um, I think a lot of ex footballers and and they're coming becoming agents. agents as well I mean I've been to quite a lot of the 23 games and the likes of Stephen Hunt there and there's quite a few old players Lee Naylor's there as well and Obviously, they they become agents as well. So you, you're just going to get more and more, and they're going to get more and more powerful as well. So mm. the, main, the main main concern with them is that we become a we become a shop window for certain players. They don't stay; they, mm. they get moved on. Mm. But then the flip side to that is, well, we wouldn't have access to these players yeah. without this link anyway. We wouldn't have had a hell of a cost if there wasn't any George Mendes. And if we do sell him, we do get a profit for him. Mm. Well, this is just in in regards to hell of a then you know that money we can then reinvest that money using Mendes' connections again mm. and get yeah, a, a similar ilk, similar ilk right. of players. Yeah, yeah. That's how the method should be should be working. We we, we we I understand there's pitfalls you know involved. Not not, not every player we get from him no, is, is, is great. You know to see like Jared Teixeira, not that wasn't overly brilliant the whole season. But I think the positive for me anyway. I think I'm I'm willing to embrace the positives, and the risks that come with mm. it to get the sort of players that we previously would not have a hope in hell of getting. Mm. I think the players the players who come here, it's only going to work if they play well. If they play well, we've got more chance of being successful, so I don't see how you can knock it from that point of view. <coughs> I think it's something up on Monday as well with the, um, when they're talking to the Huddersfield owner on the pitch mm. at Wembley, and they said, well, how did you find out about David Wacker? And he said that he was approached by an agent. He wouldn't, have, he wouldn't have known who that guy was. No. But an agent came yeah. to him and said, well, we've got this guy, you give him 18 months, look what happens. More fair, that was a pretty show. good day, I'm just going to put in. That was a good day, that was Monday. Oh yeah, because you were in the uh, Huddersfield Why yeah. did you go, Alex? Oh, for the love just, of football, because that's you're not why. Against Wembley. Well, well Wolves will never get there, will they? So, I know a few Huddersfield fans as well, so it was nice to see. How did did you full on celebrate when Huddersfield won, or did yeah. you do a nice warm round of applause? No, I did celebrate. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's good. How dare you? Was the game as you awful as it was watching TV? I mean, the atmosphere wasn't as bad as it, it was must have sounded. But, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, it wasn't great, but penalties. The ner- the nerves is horrible in that penalty. Mm. I just no way I could do it as a Wolves fan. Like that's. 
It'd be horrible. Oh, I reckon most people probably would have a nervous breakdown if Hall's got to a final and depends on shoot it. Like, I'd rather not get to a final than get there and lose. <laughs> I'd rather not get there. Is it a bit with Mendes? Is it a bit of a catch twenty two situation that you obviously want to use the little black book of yeah. the world's most powerful agent, but at the same time, do you do you really want every single player to be from one? No, I know it won't be, but source, fr- source yeah. from potentially one person. Like but if you look at Mendes in isolation to Wolves, we're never going to know the exact terms of his relationship. Mm. I think he is purely an agent on paper. But pick up the phone and have a conversation about other things. Of course, whoever thinks that's not happening, yeah. you know, you open your eyes, exactly what's happening. You'll never know the former relationships. But would you rather have what's going on with him now or what we had three, four years ago, which was nothing? Mm. Mm. Which was nothing. We had no links to any talent, so to speak. Look at all the dross that has Grant come Holt. in. Oh, my days. Someone made money off that. Someone made a few quid off that. But that's where I sort of look at it from. That I'd rather have what's going on now with a super agent than Thelwell and whoever travelling around League Two looking for a the fifth best player in League that Two. That was the best. Like Jed Wallace. We're going for the best of the rest. Oh my days. If that's yeah, our, yeah. if that's the, the go to line from the board meeting then that's just atrocious. But why not? But this is a good thing. This is a good thing. I think Ben said it on the, the end of season podcast. Give us one elder coster every season. Mm. It's I mean, nice to be excited. Know, it's I nice to be excited, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, if he's the best player we've ever seen in all our lifetimes, then I mean, if sure. this Santa Fe, not, not Stephen George Ball, Flair, Flair of Costa, not Stephen George. <laughs> okay, yeah, <laughs> Flair. Saying his middle name, doesn't <laughs> yeah. If I keep saying his, if I keep Stephen George Ball, MBE. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Did you know, his, did you know yeah. Steve Ball's brother? I don't know what his name is. But apparently he signed for Boston Town, not Boston United, when he was 39 until he was 45. And he scored 202 goals. Stephen Ball's brother. Can't Someone confirmed that for us. Boston Town? Yeah. Oh, it was American League. So it was easier. No, it's Bo- Boston. It's oh, <laughs> Someone confirmed that. We need to know. It was on Wikipedia earlier. Oh, it's on Wikipedia. Well. Is that well, well, because well. that's not where we get all our information um, from, is it? Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we hide that piece of paper. <laughs> with the situation with, with Mendes, and, and do, you, do you think, so, with some section of fans, that they are willing to take any scenario to get Wolves to where we all want them to be? Yes. Does that make sense to everyone? Because I'm not saying that, you know, I hope it all works out with Mendes and obviously I want the best players, but there's still in my mind a bit of a unawkwardness about it. But do you think, as I say, people will just go, I don't care what it takes, I care what reputation Wolves have in the future, you know get, th- get to that point we want to get worst, to? I'll say one of the worst things that I think I've has added to this is Watford doing well. Because their mm. kind of model of going through a manager every season is because they got promoted um, via it everyone assumes that you can have that level of short termism mm. they, they, they they truly are the, the exception to the established rule yeah. which everyone yeah. likes to say St- the stability and long termism the fact that they had what four coaches in the year they got promoted mm. the, they, they ended up with Jokanovic didn't they yeah. then they changed they had Santos mm. Flores they changed and they've had um, um, Matt Sari and now, now, now Silver. But the majors since they've got promoted to the Premier League have all been like 
top-class managers. Kike Flores has managed Atletico Madrid, Mazzari, Napoli, Silva. Um, Hull. Hull. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know, yeah, I know. That, that kind of ended yeah. a bit well, going. Yeah. I know what you mean, though. Yeah, a, yeah. Like, actually, like, it was only until that point, you know, I don't know what Jukanovic's background was. I mean, he's clearly proven himself with Watford and Fulham now, but I think he was almost very much the catalyst for them getting promoted and that's the only kind of thing to get them there look at QPR's your best example of it going wrong mm. before they initially got promoted to a Premier League in 2000 and uh, it was whenever we got promoted so 2011-12 mm. they were chopping and changing through managers like it was nothing um, no, there's, there's a phone in actually on, on Talksport um, I think it was last week when, when, I think when Mazzari was leaving, and they were they were obviously slagging off the the Pozzo family for keep chopping and changing managers and bringing all these players from feeder clubs and mm. what have you. And they had two consecutive callers on praising the Pozzo family to the hilt, saying how much they've done for Watford. Mm. And so the change of the managers has not always been their fault. Like yeah. Sometimes the managers just haven't worked out, and they've asked to leave. Mm. Like Flores wasn't working out, he's asked to leave, and Mazzari obviously wasn't a long-term manager. But like with us and. Uh, uh, with their situation, I do. Yeah, I do think that fans. There are some fans that obviously would accept anything to get us up. But likewise, there's also a core element that will also always be unhappy with with Mendes being there. They're mm. they're always waiting for us to fail to say, "I told you so. Told mm. you this. Told you this wouldn't work. Told you this. This third party." It does seem incredibly partisan at the moment, doesn't it? Like it's it, it. There is so much sort of "I told you so" from either side of the argument. It's almost just yeah. a level of pettiness. It might just be like an online thing that we kind of touched on, could probably talk about for hours. But everyone wants balls to well at the end of the day. Yeah, we've surely. got to take a bit of comfort, I think, as well, that we're owned by a group, mm. by a group with big household names within mm. that group rather than a family or an individual sort of billionaire obviously there is an ultimate owner of Fawson but you'd like to think that whatever we do and the way they do it there's going to be an element of business theory behind it mm. from a successful mm. group of companies relating that into the actual football on the pitch is, is totally different mm. but like the family owners at Watford they'll just do whatever the family wants to do at the time and the group here it's always sounds suspicious when you say the family. The family yeah. do what they want to do. Ossie's head on the pillow. I was going to say. It's a statement, though, that they've, they've given Nuno a three year contract. Oh. And every, well, it's every other boss has had a 12 month rolling for about mm. one, six, seven years. Mm. Yeah. And this is the first time we've had a long term contract given like that. So it might not be a, a revolving door. It might mm. be, yeah, this guy's going to give it, they're going to give him time, whatever. Mm. They've learned from last year. You don't know, but you'd like to think that they've I, learned. I just hope that actually, if let's say we finish, I don't know, top half of the table, but not playoffs. So say we finish ninth, but he's not sacked. Unless it's like a complete, like, I know we, I think that's we're top of Christmas and go down. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? De- actually, we need that level to have that. Uh, I think that's down to the fans and the pressure they'll put on to him if we don't get playoffs mm. in this first season. But, but that's thing though, that surely that expectation we all have now is is really high. So it's it's what surely we have to give this guy time and yeah, and if we back. are tenth ninth for example by November we shouldn't be kicking the door down going spend some money when they brought Chris Hewton in they probably weren't expecting them to get top six mm. and over the course of three years he's got them to well, to be fair, I think with in his Brighton, own time he's built a squad got, got to, um, the playoffs a couple of times in a row 
And they had a, a wonky season. They had a wonky there, season yeah. under Huppier. But then they... Actually, I think Brighton's, to be fair, I was going to say it's a bad example, but it's also a very good example with sticking with your manager. Because mm. Hutton got them close twice. And instead of them getting getting rid of him when they missed out, they gave him another contract. Because they, they knew that they weren't yeah. far away. And you kind of would like to hope that Wolves have a similar thought process. Or it's just he's going to be really terrible and lose his first ten games, and we're going back to the drawing board. Um, so on, on Mendes, then, quick question to, to wrap up that bit: uh, Mendes, friend or foe? Friend. Ally. Oh, friend. Oh, friend. Friend. Friend or foe? So we're all saying friend, are we? Alex, what know. are you saying? You don't know yet. Like if he, if I was, if you worked in the same place as me, in the same company, yeah. you know that one person you're not too keen on. So you'll sort of have like the friendly, the friendly conversation, like you're alright, how's everything going? Yeah, acquaintance. Yeah, sort of thing. Yeah. And then when you talk, when you turn your back on each other, you couldn't care less if you saw him again. <laughs> He's that sort of person I'd get if I worked at the same place. Have a friendly chat with the water cooler with him. Yeah, like yeah. when and you then, go and make a cup of coffee. Co- yeah, he'd be can. drinking Voss though, wouldn't he? He'd be yeah. drinking. He wouldn't <laughs> smart, yeah. He'd only drink <laughs> champagne, doesn't he? Mendes? Where's the Voss, mate? What's that? Was it <laughs> smart water? Yeah. 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 Smart water. <laughs> so you go, you go to oh, make mate, a coffee, and you've just boiled the kettle, and then he's got his own um, Nespresso machine. Yeah. Right? yeah. You're, you're what right? else? What else? <laughs> and then you just turn around and give him knobhead and walk off. I like espresso. Don't put Alex and Mendes <laughs> in the same room. Yeah. That's what There's we're saying. There's going to be a culture clash yeah. there, isn't there? Um, okay, that's Mendes done. Let's talk about um, signings then. There's got, obviously, a few rumours been going around so far, but there has been one signing. That's uh, Norwich's Ryan Bennett, who signed on a, a free transfer. Unfortunately, I have no football manager stats, so apologies, everyone. Um, what does everyone think of the signing of uh, Mr Bennett? Solid. Solid? <laughs> yeah. It's not it's a typical Mendes signing, isn't it, really? Yeah. 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 I, I'll kind of stick to my point before. I, it's not that I think he's another Danny Bart, but he's very much that sort of ilk, but he's a big, strong, head-em-tackle-em centre-back. But, mm. in a way, so it's Mike Williamson. Yeah. And Williamson was... It, his defending was kind of secondary to his organisational skills, in a way, with the rest of the back four. So, mm. I don't really know that much about no. him other than that he's... A, champ- a decent championship defender. Mm. I always have reservations when a championship team let him go, mm. as in like didn't offer him another deal. Now that I always think, I always think, I always think well, thought, yeah, yeah. If he was Something. that good, why are we taking the offcuts from teams that are yeah. we want to beef? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying he's going to be a superstar of the championship and you know be a, be an epic centre half for us, but. I, do, I always ask that question. Well, why have Norwich let him go? Like mm. right batting an eyelid. When, did, did when, did he, when was he told he was going? With all the he, others, he it was a while, wasn't it? Yeah. There were still games left of the season, wasn't there? When they got. He said there was about two, season, two uh, weeks before the season finished. Yeah. You got told. I think there's a few things. To be fair, I think with Norwich, like wasn't um, oh, who's the chap we had on loan? Um, we were centre half. Um, the song. The song. He was released as well. Yeah. And now he was a good centre. Centre half. I'd have, I'd have a song back in Arsenal. Maybe as a squad player. Sometimes they're sort of in mitigating circumstances, but I do kind of agree that actually, is is he twenty four? I think he's a bit older. Ryan Bennett, twenty seven. Twenty seven. Yeah. So I mean, he's a sort of got a few games, but he's not. He's he's not really playing. I think he must have injury problems because you look at his track record of playing, and he's there's some seasons where I think he's he's not even played fifty percent of the games. I think I did see one comment online saying, "Great player." When fit, uh, that fits right. the wolves. Man. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah. Just definitely taking a Williamson mantle. Yeah. 
in the treatment room there's a plaque above the Mike Williamson treatment <laughs> table you take that down and they're carving Bennett's name into it to take Wait, the place. when they take down the Mike Williamson one is it just got like Matt Murray's name ingrained yeah. in there beforehand and then when they take that down it's got like Tony let's talk about some other players then who've been rumoured uh, for Wolves uh, and you'll notice uh, a bit of a theme uh, firstly, one that apparently has got a bit of substance to it, uh, according to the old Twitter sphere, is Roderick Miranda, which yeah. is a centre-back from uh, Rio Ave. I'd be happy for us to sign a player whose first name's Roderick. Yeah. yeah. Rodders. I think, I think Rodders, we should have yeah. a lot of, I, I I a lot of mileage in that for us, David. I, yeah. hope, I hope for entertainment purposes he modelled his game on Pepe. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We all need someone who gets sent off every two games. <laughs> the name Roderick Miranda, there's a lot to work with there. Yeah. There's a lot to work well, with. He's OPD signing, and we are quite stocked in defenders because we have still got Ebanks Landell, haven't we? Mm-hmm. Well? Yeah, he's been linked with a move to uh, Sheffield United. I don't yeah. know if that was just really, yeah. really <laughs> lazy journalism, but. Do we know? I presume no one knows anything about this. No. Well, he was in, his, he's yeah. in the Confederations Cup squad, already. Oh. So, someone's done his research. Well, when was that? He was in it. The, I don't know if it's because oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's this summer. Yeah. Um, he was in. He was in one of the squads for that. That's all I know about him. So, but you can't okay. shit, can you? So we do our research. Uh, the other one is uh, Fabio Cardoso, who was apparently going to sign for Rangers, but then Wolves are apparently scuffering the deal. Oh, mm. uh, he's also a defender from uh, uh, Victoria, which I presume he's a uh, that same Victoria that uh, Santa used to play for. But on this same piece online. It, there's a line where it says that he's he's owned 50% equally by both ben, Benfica and Vitoria, which is not uncommon in Portugal. Can we not go into player ownership with Wolves? <laughs> if that is true, I don't know whether that's just a bit of a journalist thing that they've put in there, but... That's quite popular in Italy as well, isn't it? The old co-ownership. I don't you have to pay, just pay to buy out both teams. Yeah. And I used to love, do, love to, like, doing that on Football Manager and also being in an Italian club. And like you can have like undervalue and overvalue them. It's really interesting. But in that, in that system, I, I'm not, not quite sure how it works. Is one that does he play alternating seasons at yeah. teams? Or I've done. No idea. I and you, I guess you, if if a, if a separate club wanted to buy them, you'd have to pay half to both teams. You or? basically, yeah, basically they have a value assigned to either team. Um, so like, it doesn't necessarily have to be. It, actually, no, it can't be fifty-fifty. Like one has to have a majority of a. Steak yeah, if you catch me. Oh, this is Brexit all over again. Yeah. <laughs> no. It's almost like a sell on clause. Yeah. If you think a bit like a sell on clause, where? Yeah. Rather than saying, That's yeah, we'll get 40%, we'll have 40% ownership of him. That's all it is. The Mendes calculator will work it all yeah. out anyway. Don't you? Uh, our, our Uncle Mendes, he'll, he'll get it sorted. Car- Uncle George. Was Cardoso a defender as well, did you yes, say? Yes, Cardoso is We've also yeah. been linked with um, Phil. Ofosu Ahay. Yes, I saw that. Ahay! <laughs> yeah, again, just sign him for a vague yes. Because so, everyone loves puns. Do you yep. want to know um, Ryan Bennett's football manager stats? I've got oh, Yes, here we go. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Alex. Yes. I've been quiet for the last four minutes. Fire on the map, mate. So we need a top three, firstly, rated oh, ones. And by, uh, I first saw Ahay uh, plays for Antracht Braunschweig. Braunschweig, yeah. Uh, yeah. Apparently, he was going to have a medical on Tuesday. That was the uh, the journalist story, but uh, obviously nothing Oster yet. Whatever that was. Right. And he's up tackling, to date stats. Tackling is sixteen. Tackling sixteen. That's well. That's, this is from. That's what you need in a defender. This yeah? is from Good. when he's twenty-five. So oh, this is two years old, is it? Two years old. Yeah. Oh. But he uh, he well, hasn't really played. We want up to date managers. Well, yeah, really played. He's been injured. Ah, uh, okay, okay. So sixteen. What else is 
not too high often. on the stat list. Influence is 16. Okay. Yeah. Influential yeah. defender, that's what we like. Stakeholder management there. And yeah. finally. <laughs> and finally, stamina, 16, but I don't believe that if he's always injured. What's his natural fitness? Oh, it's actually just usually more like looking for injuries. There's a line there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, that's yeah. always worrying. If, you, if you haven't scouted a player and he's got like ones like that missing, you're like 12. 12. Mm. So in those stats, yeah, then. Just sorry. Go on, Gaffer. If, I, if I'm on football <laughs> manager, they've got to be like a 14, 15 plus on natural fitness. I'm his not agility's at... 11, so he's a bit stiff like Danny Bart. Excited then. So um, we are signing North, North, North <laughs> Stanley Bart. <laughs> worst, worst three on football manager worst there. Worst three. Oh, he's got crossing. Is one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. He's he's going on corners. We're not too worried. Yeah. Um, <laughs> corners is two. Corners two. Yeah. And finishing two. Okay. So don't oh, put free, him. Free kick taking is also two. Okay. Don't put him in any forward positions. That's the key for that. I think. Yeah. And dribbling three. So we're definitely keeping Toss on the wing. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but that's all. That, as far as I can tell, that's all who we've been linked to recently. Taliska joke. Yeah, yeah insert Casillas. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but I, I guess I, Ricardo uh, Carvalho links at all. <laughs> <laughs> but, but now, but now is the whole t- is Taliska still at um, Birmingham Airport? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> in his Benfica tracksuit. But, but now, Costa. but now the whole um, Santo manager thing is, is is settled down now. This is what we're going to have now in the future, isn't it? It's going to be the links to the Portuguese players and the, and the type of players. What what kind of ratio would people like to see? Do people like don't really care who it is, just bring him in, or would people still like to see some of the British call that Lambert did talk about, who perhaps has got that championship experience, or uh, a nice little mixture? I think. He's actually, I think he's asked his question in the press conference. Me personally, I think as football, as he said, is a global game. I don't think really you, you mind where they come from as long as they are just quality, quality players and good players. It doesn't shouldn't, shouldn't really shouldn't really matter in my in my eyes. That's we'd, a state, that's we'd, a state, love, we'd, we'd love to have a team full of eleven lads from yeah. Marines, <laughs> wouldn't we? But, it is what well, it would be a rough team. I'll tell you what. Maybe I mean, if you red cards and that's too For the Sunday League match that I've played against some teams from Whit Marines, those guys are getting abandoned. Or teams like the Talisman. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think Adam's just like stated like a, a motto for life there, isn't he? Doesn't matter where they're from, we all embrace we all everyone. Dream of a team from Whit Marines. <laughs> we are the world. <laughs> I think, to be fair, as long as the players are good enough, I don't think anyone really no. cares where they're from. Um, what did he say? If they come from the moon, we'll take him. Are you going to get there? Is that where Thel's <laughs> gone? Scouting <laughs> <laughs> on the moon. Bit far-fetched there, like. <laughs> That's why Thel didn't make me uh, press up. I've heard about this, this old man with a telescope on the moon. Let's scout him. Yeah. <laughs> scout him. Uh, was it Wallace? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Um, should we do Twitter Corner, everybody? Yeah. Arousing, yes. Why not? Three. Three. Should we start that again? Right. <laughs> Everyone, should we do Twitter Corner? Yeah. 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 Oh. <laughs> Come on. Uh, so it's the last part of the podcast. As per usual, it's Twitter Corner. It's your uh, questions via the social media platform. Uh, wolves or non-wolves related, we will answer them. We start with Hollywood firstly. Uh, do you rate Nuno's performance in The Matrix? Oh, yeah, he looks he very does. much like Lawrence Fishbourne, doesn't he? Oh, I, no, no. Is he giving the players a choice of pill? <laughs> I, I was going to say. Dave Edwards. I do know I have two pills him. here. <laughs> that is him if you... Is it? Yes. Yeah. Have you seen the match? No. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> See, even, I, even I've seen that come one. Come on. Yeah, he was sitting there quiet. Have you seen Man of Steel? 
the Superman film, the first of the newer ones. Oh, don't like yeah. Superman. Uh, I don't like Superman. Right. No, I don't okay. like Superman either, but I have seen that film. <laughs> yeah, someone's actually done that picture. Yeah, it's the guy who did um, the other ones. Yeah, we'll yeah. Uh, we'll find it. Uh, he, must yeah. not, he must not have a girlfriend. I'm, I'm assuming he'll post it. Uh, I was going to say, a friend of mine who did um, a couple of sort of graphics at the start of the season, actually, before it was announced, sort of two days before, did do a mock, did do a uh, mock-up of Nuno Santo with a red and blue pill. Um, this is great. <laughs> you MP3. Good visual content. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, it is, yeah. If you yeah. lose, you get the red pill. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, I've got two pills here. <laughs> Come down the rabbit hole with me on the journey. Or just Three. carry on being marauding with Phil. <laughs> Three weeks later, Dave Edwards suspended for failed drugs test. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we're all saying good performance. Uh, John Cadden, who always does good food questions for us, uh, cake of choice, chocolate, Victoria sponge, Madeira, lemon drizzle, or other. So you've got chocolate, uh, Victoria sponge, Madeira, level lemon drizzle, or other for your cake choice. Lemon Alex drizzle. Moore. Lemon drizzle. I think chocolate's a bit boring, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, it's fun. It depends boring. what kind of chocolate cake we're talking. Yeah. yeah. So we've got uh, lemon drizzle, Chris. Sponge, sponge, yeah. Victoria sponge, straight off, sponge, classic, yeah. classic stick, dish. Stick with what I know. Adam, toss up between the drizzle and the chocolate, but yeah. maybe like I, my voice is chocolate, so. so what about a lemon drizzle chocolate. chocolate cake? I'll be willing to give that a go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I'm not sure. Right. I'm not sure if lemon <laughs> and chocolate together. What I'm are you going for? Chocolate. Chocolate. So we've got tea, tea chocolates. Stew. What are you going for? Oh, choice. Or are you going to throw a curve on? Put another. A sponge with chocolate icing. Okay, yeah. It's a strepsil yeah. cake for stewing it. Mm. So I've got two, two sponges, <laughs> two, two sponges, two chocolates. Um, deciding vote. I'm going to go for chocolate. You can't beat chocolate, yeah. can you? Uh, Graham Cope, Lambert, and a fifty million pound spend, or Santo with spending five million. Ooh. Who would you choose? Santo because he's new. Yeah, I'm for It's like those arguments. It's a uh, your mom, yeah. <laughs> your face. Like yeah. my dad's harder than your dad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chris, what would you go for? Lambert with fifty million or Santo with five million? Bear in mind we've known Santo for five days, four days. <laughs> a million a day, five days. Uh, I'm gonna go Santo. Santo, Santo two for Santo. He's working out well for <laughs> we Lambert. Alex, I'm gonna say Santo. Santo. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Have we still got the Mendes influence? <laughs> <laughs> I won't cook the books. Yeah. Technically, we could have way. like three lone players. So yeah, you know, you know what? I'm gonna go um, Santo. Santo. I can't, I can't no. say if you've worked it Yeah, clean sweep. It's a clean yeah. sweep for Paul, Santo, Paul everyone. <laughs> um, <laughs> we don't trust him with 15 million. Uh, Molder 22 says, uh, "Will Paul Gladden dominate championship next season and become the best player in our squad?" Yes. Hopefully. Hopefully he will. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if, if he did that? Can you imagine? It'd be yeah. great, you know. Yeah. He's, he's got lots of energy because all the food he's eating over the last year. So it's um, going to have slowed down a bit. We stored it up like a hamster. Wait, wait, gets past the arrow mark. He just texts him in out. Second win. <laughs> uh, Wolf Gravy uh, says thoughts on music played after scoring a goal. No, no. Be yeah, a I'm, a, I'm a big no on that as well. Especially with how loud the PA announcements are at Molyneux. Right, just. Never fans sound. No offence, though. No, I'm taking. It's not my job. <laughs> Have a word. That's all I'm saying. Um, Macton, who would win an arm wrestle between Nuno and Zenga? Who Ooh. wins it? Zenga. 
Yeah, I'll tell you Basically, Perry, yeah. Perry Saturn versus Goldberg. Who wins that um, arm wrestle? <laughs> I've got it. Incredibly I've... 90s. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go with Nuno. Nuno. Nuno arm Nuno. wrestle. I was going to say, I'm, I'm going to have to do what Christian just look at the photo. I was just looking how tall Nuno was. I mean, so they're both one, goalkeepers. Six foot two. They've both got a bit of height to them. Because Zengo's, know, Zengo's a bit small, isn't he? No, I met him in a in Fiume in Compton, that Italian. He stood up and I was just staring up at him. He was like the tallest bug I've ever seen. Like, so, one for Nuno. Anyone else? I would say Zenga. Zenga. Two one to Zenga. Zenga three one to Zenga. Zenga was proper hard. Zenga all the way on the arm wrestle. I reckon I could psych him out. Like giving the eyes. Speaking of sort of strong managers, Yap Stan. I reckon. Yeah. It just give you a look, wouldn't it? Double hard. Yeah. Double hard. Yeah. And next question from Jack or at the Frog on Twitter: Who would win in a tactical mastermind of chess between the team of Solbakken and Saunders against Zenga and Lambert? I won't Solbakken. I reckon Solbakken just. As, as long as he can keep, like... He'll push Saunders out of the way. Yeah. Like, Saunders will go this. into, like, a really long-winded win- anecdote that's essentially a lie about Brian Clough. And, like, and when he scored loads of goals for Villa in the 90s, so, like, he'll just, yeah, yeah go over there. Shut up. <laughs> the thought of Saunders winning something does my head in. <laughs> well, since he's, he's been back on Sky and doing that, he'll be there for the uh, Wales game, won't he, again? Yeah. Um, he might he... even be at the Champions League final because he's yeah. in Wales. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, I generally look forward to him being on because he's so stupid. Oh, he's just—he's got. It's hard to watch. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's, 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 he's on Talksport a hell of a lot, isn't he? He's yeah. on Talksport at least twice yeah. a week, and he always ends up when I want to listen to Talksport, and he's got—we've got Dean Swords. <laughs> he usually and just he's so with stupid. Uh, Jim White. Yeah, Jim White. Yeah. yeah. I feel sorry for Jim White. Best man in showbiz, Jim White. I hate that show. That's his quote, not mine. <laughs> I know. I, I try not to. I think I think that's Twitter corner, everybody. Because because just, just before we, we could finish this impromptu uh, special podcast recording, did anyone read the interview that Sil- Silvio did uh, with A, a- Bowler yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. this week? I'm just going to pick out a couple of points, um, and this is from the uh, from the interview. Uh, speaking of the qualities within the Wolf Squad, Silvio said, "It's not that they don't they, it's not that they don't have it, but the more the better." They have good. They have some good players, but the rest are shit. Yeah. Yeah. Is he still and technically under contract? I don't know. And then, and then from from this, we have an option. is our option? Except from one there. And from this same the court, from the same paragraph, it goes on to say, and already warned the manager he'll want to work on improvements. And in which he says, I've never worked with Nuno, but he did a great job at uh, Rio Ave. Started very well at Valencia. Fought for the title until the end with Porto, and I trust he will do good work. I believe that when he gets to know the club's reality, he will want to make some changes. <laughs> it's it's proper, proper, is someone wants a new contract. I like Silvio even more now. I was going to say, I've, he has gone up in my estimation. Chiefly, because he's not actually wrong with anything no. he said. You can't pick for what he said, really. <laughs> Oh, good old Silvio, giving that deal. Yeah, let's have that deal. Three year one, why not? (laughs) (laughs) And that is where we'll end this special edition of Wolves Fancast. We're going to once again pop off for the summer in case maybe in a month's time we sack Santo and bring another manager in or something else happens but thank you very much for listening to this podcast I hope you've enjoyed it and thanks to our sponsors Opera Crate if you're looking for a new website or web solution check them out operacrate.com 
and just go on social media, type in Wolves Fancast, and you will probably find us there on your old Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and other places as well. But for this special edition of Wolves Fancast, thank you very much for listening. It's bye from Alex. Bye. Bye from Chris. Bye from Adam. Bye bye. Bye from Rich. Goodbye. Bye from Stu. Wonder Woman. Uh, oh, we always have this. Uh, yeah, but are you looking at me? I want to go home. <laughs> 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 it's making you say goodbye. Do you not see it? It's a good review, though. Yeah. I've heard, yeah. That's all you know. I'm actually quite excited to watch a DC film. Yeah, it's supposed to be the I best think, like, one, isn't it? I saw a review where it's pretty cat. Well, that must be the that, that must be like the exception then Ooh. to the rule because everyone else seems to think it's great. What? Ow! Will you go see Wonder Woman? No. Okay. Perfect. Do you know what Wonder Woman is? Superhero film, isn't it? Yeah, 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 it's good enough. Just, summer. just, just <laughs> yeah. Ooh. What? Stu then, you're proper sassy the way you've done that then. Right, just went to okay. Ta-da. Just <laughs> end it, end That's it, where we'll leave it. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>